welcome to the game over screen. Man, it feels good to be saying that again, because I have been not here, as Tyler likes to say at the beginning of every episode. He is the only person that consistently is here. But I am the the only main cast member of this show. That is true. I'm a supporting character. Uh, this is the game over screen. It is a podcast about video games, what we've been playing, the news of the week, and such. I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I'm joined as always when I'm around, but he's always around on his own sometimes. Tyler, how's it going, Tyler? Hey, I haven't been doing much, you know? Well... Keeping the ship afloat. Yes. Yes. Well, it's just you and I this week. Uh, Brendan is sick, sadly, so he is not here. But... I'm very excited to be back. Before we get into the show, I just want to tell you guys that you guys can follow us on Twitter at OverScreenPod. You guys can find the show on anchor.fm slash GameOverScreen, and you guys can email us at GameOverScreenPodcast at gmail.com, but I can't guarantee that I'll see your emails because it's filled with spam. Um, well, I think I might have uh, fixed that. Uh, all right, let's jump into the show if I remember how to do this. Tyler, if I remember correctly, you play a little game called Animal Crossing. I do. Can you tell uh, us? Unfortunately, this week, I barely played it. Uh, I will Good. say I did get a new piece of art, but other than that, uh, mostly on my Switch, uh, I have been playing Animal Crossing. So, there goes that. That is fine. Uh, moving swiftly along then, Avengers Assemble. I have not played much of Avengers, which, you know, you should know by that. I gotta get back to it. I gotta get back to it. Yeah. But, here's I've been the thing. slacking in my grinding. Um, it's rough to get back to it because there's so many other things going on. Yeah, I'm very there's so excited. many games out. I'm very excited to play it on my PlayStation 5 when I eventually get that. Uh, is there anything about Avengers that you want to talk about here? Uh, just the new updates are fine. Uh, the new hub area, Substation Zero, they added in. Uh, that part didn't get delayed. Uh, but, uh, it's fine. It's a nice hub area. Uh, you can pick up all your quests there, all your dailies. The uh, only thing you can't do, or at least I haven't found it yet, is the is the cosmetic shop. Mm. Uh, she's not there, or at least I haven't seen her. Uh, it's it's a fine place. I don't hate it. Uh, you can sprint in in hub areas now, so you can you can fucking zoom around. I haven't tried. Okay. I haven't tried with Bruce yet, though. So I don't know how that Ooh. goes. Yeah, because we don't ever really get to play as him running around, do we? No, no one on our team really plays Hulk. No, uh, well, I mean, do we ever see Bruce running around? We see Hulk running, but yeah. like, you know, no. what, you know what I mean. I, I, I had to try it. Uh, and this this week, all of the cosmetic stuff in the in the marketplace, like the the main marketplace, uh, are half off. So instead of fourteen. 100 points it's seven we've also given you uh about 1500 points too which put it put me at like a whopping 3500 so enough to get oh, hawkeye hawkeye and yeah. Kate bishop when they come out yeah uh and i i'm gonna buy two skins but there's a thing in the shop that i wanted right now i bought the i bought the gladiator hulk one because that's cool when I oh yeah that's dope him. as hell but i don't know who else i'll get so i'll just keep checking in every day for that but other than that uh I don't know. I haven't done that much. I ran a few missions, but you know, you know how it is. Just running missions. All right. Let's talk about Dark Road because that is something that I haven't been playing, but it's been playing on Blue Stacks. Uh, Tyler, Dark Road just got an update right when I was about to hit level 50 that expanded the level cap to 60. 
it's some crazy amount of XP, like like a hundred and something or two hundred and something million XP needed to get from fifty to sixty. So very slowly making my way there. I wish I could still spend six keys in one week. That was really nice. Uh, or sorry, yeah. in one day. It was a it was a gamble, uh, but most of the time it paid off. If yeah. you at least got two of the golden boys, you'd you'd make your money back at least. Yeah. I have started autoing th- uh, three-star worlds because I got rid of any card that was more powerful than my healing cards. Three-star? Three-star, yeah. You just started autoing three-stars? Well, because I wanted something that I wouldn't die while doing. And because I had cards higher power than the healing spells, if I autoed uh, three-stars, I would end up dead at some point. And oh. I wasn't doing it because I like to keep it running while I'm at work or while I'm sleeping for a couple hours before it resets. You know, so I was staying on something that I knew I wouldn't die halfway through the day while I'm at work. Um, but now I don't have to worry about that because I realized, hey, if I make my healing cards, my most powerful cards in my deck, it'll auto use those. So I just started doing that. But I believe I'm level 49 right now. I'm close to I'm close to 49. I'm still 48. Uh, I've been autoing three stars since uh, since I hit like 44, I think. I but when, and, but, but it's, it's always a it's always a toss up though. I'll either yeah. I'll either make it two thousand in or I'll make it nine in, and I'm just never yeah. But usually yeah. I'm only, I'm only playing when I'm at home. So okay, yeah, no, I leave it running while I'm at work. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we get a story update for that sometime soon. We got three new cards recently. We mm-hmm. got who was it? It was Zexian, Lark, yeah, uh, Zexian, Larxine, and Marluxia. Yeah, I don't have any of them yet. I have Marluxia and Logzine. Oh, you have the crusty bitch. Putting my total number of organization members at five. I, have I mean, Ax- they got a lot of the organization in there already. I have Axel, Shion, and, and Roxas. I should aim for those organizations. I still I was thinking about getting Nominee next, because I don't have her. But maybe I should go for the organization members. That might be the play. I got some uh, key scenes and key arts and stuff, so I'm doing pretty good as far as cards go. Looking more, looking a bit more flashy in my moves. Yeah, I mean, I'm at the point where like I took out cards in order to be able to do well. Like I have cards that are really strong and will kill things really quickly, but if I'm autoing, they don't. They they always choose those over my heal spells, so I had to take them out. So I, I think I don't have Roxas in my deck right now because he's way stronger than any of my heal cards. My mini's doing me just fine. I should probably uh, slot back in my uh, my potion, my health potion, though. The thing about the health potion is it has power zero, so when I'm autoing, I don't think it'll ever use it. It's used it before for me. Has it? Okay. Uh, hopefully we get some story soon. I'm waiting for it. It's been, what, like almost two months now? Yeah. Uh, I guess we got Union Cross story at the beginning of the month, so maybe... Maybe beginning of next month. Only two animators. They got only two animators. I forgot that part out. Oh my god! Well, they're going to drop an update. Obviously, that's going to be super important and relate to melody and memory because that's what we think every time a game comes out, and we've never been right. Yeah. So every time, time (laughs) yeah, every time there's a new Kingdom Hearts game coming out, they're like, "They're that's why we've been slow on Union Cross because they're waiting for the next game, and it's never been because they're waiting for the next game. It's because that game never gets updates. 
Um, they never have anything to do with the game. I did love recently since I've been on the show listening to our good friends at the Answer Report podcast. Uh, one of them, Jason, hit it dead on, and they never realized this. But the most frustrating thing about their updates for Union Cross is that the cycle that it follows is they reveal something in one update, the players learn about it in the second update, the player or the characters react to it in the third update, and then they learn something in the next one. Like, uh, it takes like three updates to learn one piece of information and get everybody up to speed on it, and that's like six months. (laughs) Yeah. So... I know I just remember earlier in the year when they were like, we're entering the final chapter of Union Cross and people were like, it's going to be done by the end of the year. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. It's not ending before the end of the year. Each chapter is, I mean, each each update is a paragraph in the chapter. Yeah, yeah. It's awful, it's awful. It'll end soon, sometime, hopefully. Um, Let's get into the games that we played. Uh, I have a lot of games that I've been playing because I have been not able to record, so pretty much all I've been doing is playing games and watching stuff. Um, I played through both Watch Dogs 1 and 2. Okay. Uh, I finished Watch Dogs 1. Wow, that game sucks. Yeah, I Uh, told you it did. I really don't like Aiden Pierce. Um, I really like some characters in it. Uh, Jordy, I think is his name. He's like a hitman. He's cool. And mm-hmm. uh, there was another girl in it that was cool. Uh, she died, though. Uh, so that sucked. I know. Uh, um, Aisha Tyler's in it, right? That might have been the girl that died. <laughs> Black lady. Uh, yeah, well. She I, used to run the Ubisoft. Like, yeah, I, I know who she is. Um, I don't know who she I don't know if she. I, I don't think it was her, actually. Because uh, who was her? The character's name was, was it like Zoe or something? It was, um, dude, I have no fucking idea. Um, she was kind of cool. I liked it. It was, dude, I can't find her name anywhere. I don't know. There was a, there was another cool character, uh, named Kenny, who was the POV of the DLC, Bad Blood. That was a lot more fun. I enjoyed Bad Blood. Clara, that was her name. Um, I'm pretty sure that was her name from Watchdog. Let me make sure. Uh, yes, yes, she was cool. I liked her. Um, no, yeah, no, that was she was voiced by Isabel Blaze. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, there were some characters that I liked. I thought they were cool, but uh, sadly. The game overall isn't very good. Watch Dogs 2 is a big improvement upon Watch Dogs 1. I thoroughly enjoyed my time playing it. By the end, it got a little repetitive, but I also was playing a lot of it really quickly because I had nothing else to do, and I wanted to beat it before Legion came out. Um, I really enjoyed the characters. Loved Marcus. Loved mm-hmm. Horatio. Uh, loved Wrench. Loved all of them. They were all great. Um, the ending was good. Uh, it had me emotional a couple times while playing it. Uh, Kenny from Watch Dogs One came back, and he was great in it. I loved him. I love Kenny Raymond. He's a great character. He's a lot of fun. Uh, Jordy from Watch Dogs One was in a cameo role in one of the DLCs for Watch Dogs Two, and I loved seeing him again. That was great. Uh, overall, Watch Dogs Two is better than Watch Dogs One, but I, I, I just started I, playing it the other night. Did you? Okay. 
it's it's pretty cool. Uh, we should play co-op at some point because I want to see how that works. Uh, I will say one of the really annoying things about Watch Dogs 2 is it's always online. Yeah. Or it's not I, always online, but it will randomly put you online. Yeah, I don't like those online missions kind of flooding my mission tab. Well, yeah, but not even that. But you'll be driving and like, like there will be times where I won't even realize I'm online all of a sudden where I like open the map and my character keeps moving and I'm like, that's supposed to pause. And I close out and I realize there's another player in my lobby all of a sudden. And you have to like go to the menu and leave the online session, but there's no way to stop it from doing that. I guess if I disconnected from the internet, it might do that. That would probably help, but it would, it just randomly does it to you. So I was really not a fan of that, but overall, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I, I think I didn't love San Francisco as a setting. I didn't love Chicago as a setting either. San Francisco at first was very cool, but I feel like, I didn't really get to explore it as much as I would have liked. Hmm. And it was more colorful than one, which I was, was definitely a plus, but, um, Jesus. Uh, I, but I found it weird that you could, they let you fast travel so early. Besides watchdogs one and two, which I both, uh, did not like watchdogs one, enjoyed watchdogs two, thought it could have been better. Very excited for Legion, uh, near automata. I've also been playing that. A little bit, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Tyler. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna beat it. Hey, dude. Uh, guess what? Uh, I didn't. It's cool. How far but did you I'm get? I'm kind of bored. I I got to like the forest area. Are you still playing as two B? Yeah, no, I didn't even finish like an ending or anything. Oh, okay. That's that's way I I finished an ending at least. Okay. That's so I could use the excuse that I, I hit credits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll get back to it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm so excited for the other things coming out that I can't really get myself into near. Yeah. Like I I liked it when I started playing it, and then I put it down to play Watch Dogs two and Watch Dogs uh, one, and I did not like it as much when I picked it back up. Uh, I'll get back for, to for, it. For me, it's uh, one uh, when you start Route B. Uh, the I don't know if it's a spoiler. I guess it's not. Uh, you play as 9S. Yeah, I know you switch characters. You're going to go through the whole that whole story again as 9S this time. And I guess there's some new information in there, but I don't like playing as 9S. Uh, also, the, the game kind of evokes the sense of beige. It's kind of, it's kind yes. of a monotone color, which is... Yes, it's kind of boring to me. I don't know. I don't love looking at it. But uh, and me being like a, a character action like Devil May Cry kind of mm-hmm. dude, uh, it, it it is the combat is directed by the people at Platinum who do those kinds of games. It's just not far enough for me in that direction. Okay, okay. I don't know. I'll get back to it. I think I'm just too excited for like Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Melody of Memory to really sink my teeth into anything else. Like, whenever I'm playing Nier, I'm like, I want to be playing these other games. And I think that's affecting my enjoyment of Nier. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Besides that, I've been playing a couple other things, but we are going to talk about those in a little bit because they're more bigger topics So that we've both been playing. So for now, Tyler, why don't you tell me what you've been playing? Uh well besides uh besides uh, the stream stuff like like Yakuza and Kingdom Hearts One and all those games, uh I didn't even play Crash this week. 
Uh, Ooh. Which is fine because I do need a break from Crash sometimes. Uh, even though that game's really good. Uh, I did uh, do a one off stream of. Well, it's not really one off. I, I do plan on going back to it. Uh, Zero Escape. Uh, mm-hmm. 999. I think it's called Nine Hours, Nine Doors, Nine Persons. Okay. Basically, it's a visual novel. And uh, nine people are trapped in this area, this, this uh, cruise ship. And they have to get out. But in order to get out, they have to uh, go through these doors and do these kind of room escape rooms. So that's just kind of basically it. Okay. Uh, some math involved. Uh, if you don't know what like, digital root is, they'll teach you what the digital root is. It's fun. It's, it's fun room escape stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I haven't really been playing a lot. Uh, yeah, no, I play. I bought Steve and Minecraft. Uh, no, I bought Steve and Smash. <laughs> yes, uh, and uh, but I mean, do you even bit. do you even want to play as him anymore now that they got rid of his meat? You know, I thought about not. I thought about just uninstalling the game after that. Happened, <laughs> I feel like I'm just gonna take that one, take that one, dude. Uh, take that loss. Rip Steve's meat. Rip Steve's meat. I loved his meat. It was beautiful meat. You know, if they didn't want it to look like a dick, they probably shouldn't have put it there. Yeah. They knew what they were doing, and they got scared. And they, they, they pussyfooted out of it. Especially because it's so pixelated. I know. Um, that's all I've been playing. Nothing, really. Okay. I'm going to add one more segment, just because I think this might be fun. Uh, I don't know if you have an answer to this, but I do. What's one game you saw this week that you haven't played, but when you saw it this week, you were like, I want to play that. Preferably not one that's like not been released, like one that's out, like you could get it and you saw something from it and you're like, you know what? That'd be fun to play. Uh, so there's a game that, that's been out for forever, but just released in America on Steam. It's called Uppers. And I talked about it last okay. week with Zero, yeah. I believe. And I saw it, and I went, oh, I could buy it. It's 25 bucks. I really want to play it. I've been wanting to play it for like five years now. But there's so many other games coming out, I should probably just save the money. Uh, For me this week, that game was watching uh, the Super Spike Getty Bros play Until Dawn. Never played Until Dawn. I really want to play Until Dawn now. That game looks really fun. Uh, I got it for free with uh, PS Plus. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it because uh, I saw a playthrough of it way before. I saw actually the the perfect run of the game. Uh, So there's really no point. I know all the, I know what to do. I kind of want to die. Like, I kind of want to do a run where I just get them all killed. You can do that. Yeah, because they all kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? I mean, but they're they're supposed to. Yeah. (laughs) Well, then I can take enjoyment. Because the, these games are, well, and this game is per, per, in particular is supposed to be framed as this kind of like shitty B horror movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I do like a shitty B horror movie. You know, you know what? What shitty B horror movie? I, it's not even a shitty B horror movie. It's a great horror comedy that I want to see adapted to a game. And you and I have talked about this movie before. It's fucking uh, uh, Tucker and Dale versus mm-hmm. Evil, dude. Movie's fucking great. Let's talk about... Okay, I'll give you... There's two things that came out this week 
or this week and last week that we uh, both have been playing quite a bit of. I'll let you decide what we talk about first. Do we talk about the Melody Memory demo or do we talk about Pokemon? We can talk about the demo first because that's a okay. bit of a shorter experience. I don't know about you. I put a lot of time into that short experience. I did too. And I'm still going. I played it a little bit today on my Switch. Um, what do you no. think of the demo? Uh, at first, I was like a little burnt off because uh, you can hit any of those three buttons, L1, R1, X, to, yes. to attack. Or if you're playing on Switch, you know, the, the equivalent buttons. I hate that. I hate I hate on Switch that it's the other one. It's the, what is that? Yeah, is it it's, a? it's A. Oh my god, I hate the, that. In the circle spot. I hate it. I hate it so much. Uh, I've gotten used to it. I can switch between both. Uh, I remember playing one night. I was trying to get uh, all excellence on uh, Wave of Darkness 1. Okay. I was playing on my Switch while I was watching something with Zero or something. Uh-huh. I was like, let me, my Switch is dying. Let me just switch over to PS4. And it transitioned just like that. It just switched the buttons in my head. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, I was thrown off by them not the characters not being tied to buttons because of the button layout. Sora yeah. is in the middle with Donald Goofy on the right, so you kind of think to press the buttons correlating to each character. No, don't do that. It's gonna fuck you up. Uh, because it did fuck me up. Yeah. So now just I just spam R one. <laughs> yeah, I spam R one in R and L one. I'll and, say. Uh, I had to eat crow on that because yeah. I was I was insistent. X is fine. X works fine. No, you can't nah. press. You just can't press X fast enough. No, it, the button doesn't work fast enough. <laughs> um, R one is definitely the way to go. I think like three tries after I switched to R one, I blasted through uh, uh, Wave of Darkness on on proud mode mm-hmm. so i'm so excited for that game man i i really wish yeah. the co-op was online do we know if the co-op's gonna be online in the actual game uh co-op i don't know battle for sure okay well even uh, co-op b- battle for sure because we've seen i swear i've seen it in a trailer where it was it was a normal battle it wasn't the uh-huh. eight player one uh-huh. Uh, but it was just sort on the screen and you were getting yes. shit flung in your face. Yes. Well, okay, so here's what I'll say. Uh, in the demo, there's four single-player songs, two co-op songs. There better not be co-op locked songs in the actual yeah. game if it's not online co-op. Uh, if it's online co-op, it would still suck, but I'll I'll accept it. Like, I'll, I'll fucking drag you and be like, come play this song with me. Um... But I, I kind of feel like I, I mean, I think the dream is every song is playable in both co-op and single player. Mm-hmm. But I don't know That'd if that's be too ideal. much because the co-op is pretty different. It seems, yeah. at least. Yes, um, I don't think I don't think they do it like Guitar Hero. At least three does it, where there are songs that are locked to co-op, but once you, once you play through that story, the co-op story, and unlock those songs, and they're unlocked everywhere else. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It it's up in the air until November thirteenth. Yeah, I'm very very excited to play it. Um, I have the day the after the PS5 launch. I have I have my Japanese Switch version ready, and uh, I'm ready to play the game. 
I haven't even pre-ordered it yet, but I will. Ooh, you should. I need you know to, what I pre-ordered? Before I, before I get the, before, because I want the theme. Yes. But the theme better have the fucking song or I'm going to be really upset. The new one too, right? Yeah. I'm so yeah, tired of yeah. PS4 themes not having any custom music. Um, uh, yes, you should pre-order that. Uh, I pre-ordered Watch Dogs Legion the other day. Um, I should also do that. But I also probably won't. Do you do anything for pre-ordering? Um, I'm not sure. I ordered, I pre-ordered the, uh, the, uh, physical edition. I get paid because I get paid the day it comes out. I like to, I like to get physical copies and I like to get them day one. So I like to pre-order. Um, all right. Yeah. Melody memory looks great. I'm I'm so excited. I just want to play it, man. I just want to play it so bad. Yeah. It looks really good. I I had my doubts about it before I get your hands on it, but it's, it's really good. Uh, all right. Pokemon Sword and Shield Crown Tundra launched today. What it seems is the last of Sword and Shield content. Looks like yeah. that's it until uh, we'll find out what the next game is. Probably. I don't know. We found out about Sword and Shield in February, but I don't think we're going to find out that soon this year. Probably I, not. But I think knows. they'll wait till June. But it is exciting that, at least to me, I guess this isn't confirmed, but it, it seems like they probably had a two-year dev cycle this time. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine the entire team wasn't working on the DLC the whole time. Yeah, no. You know, and with the DLC, there's more Pokemon in Sword and Shield than in any other game. Yeah. So I assume that all of those will hopefully transfer into the next game. So the next game will launch a much more. Well, yeah, this, this game does start the new sort of transfer cycle. Transfer yeah. cycle, especially with Pokemon yeah. Home and stuff like that. Yeah. So I assume the next Pokemon game will start in a position where they don't need to remake a thousand models. <laughs> You know, they've got yeah. they've got a lot of them already. So I'm really excited. But Crown Tundra, I'm not going to lie. My initial thoughts, uh, I like it a lot. I don't like the wild area as much as I liked the Isle of Armor wild area. I just thought yeah. the wild area in Isle of Armor was much more diverse. A lot more fun to look at, a lot more fun to explore. Um, I think the dungeon raids, like the, the max dungeons, fucking awesome. Great idea. I love them. Adventures. The Dynamax Adventures, thank you. They are, I I love that you don't use your own Pokemon in them. Yeah, I, I initially didn't, but there's there's strategy to picking and who gets yes. to pick what and yes. how shitty you're going to get it. Because it'd be too easy otherwise. End. It would be. You know? So I, I, unless, I really. Unless you went in with the wrong Pokemon and didn't get a chance. You couldn't to switch, yeah. I, I just, I, I really, uh, I really like. I think everything's a guaranteed catch in there. Yeah. It would Which is nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's really nice. Uh, yeah. Lots I of guess legendaries. So, so Lots legendaries. of legendaries. So many legendaries. And the only part that sucks about that is that none of them are in the decks. None of them. Oh, they're not? No, they're not registered in the decks. So I have mm. to have to track down a list of all of them or all yeah. the ones that people know about. They're there and... So I check them off as I go. Okay, that kind of sucks. It is what it is. Uh, but uh, it's cool having the the new three. Not the, they're not new three birds. The Galarian versions of the yeah the three birds kind of roaming around the different wild areas is neat. Oh, is that what they do? I haven't gotten to that yet. 
Yeah, once uh you could you could once you talk to uh Peony, uh-huh. uh he gives you the clues for all the legendaries, yeah. like the registeels and all that stuff. Yeah, I've been doing the registers. If you just go to that big tree and, and okay. walk up to it, you'll see the three birds. They'll fly off. One of them's going to go to the Isle of Armor. Okay. Uh, I think that that's Moltres. We'll go to the Isle of Armor. Uh, Zapdos will go to the wild area in yeah. Main Galar. And uh, Articuno will stick around at the Crown Tundra. And you kind of okay. just have to chase them down. They're just roaming around. I love that. Um, speaking of, uh, Peony, uh, no spoilers if you're ahead of me, but he's totally, like, related to Chairman Rose, right? Yes. An NPC even says something about it. Yeah, he's absolutely related to Chairman Rose. Yeah. We don't, but, uh... He has the same fucking beard as Rose did. They don't tell us... We know, we know he's Rose's brother. Okay. We don't know whether he's older or younger. Okay. I would say older, but I don't know. Do you think now that we have a complete kind of sword and shield, what do you think of Galar? As a I like Galar. I think it's fine. I like the the uh, uh, the British tint that's on it. Yeah. I think th- I think it's a great region. Uh, now that we have the entire kind of thing outlined, including both wild area, extra wild areas, I think it's very diverse. I think it's great. I love I love the Galar region. Um, do you think the next game is going to be a new region, or do you think maybe they'll keep doing stuff in Galar for a little bit? Uh, if it's a new game, like a new gen, yeah, we'll probably get a different region. I don't think they'll stick to Galar, but we'll probably yeah. get like some. Something similar if we're going to keep doing wild area stuff. Which I hope they do. I think they've gotten good at it. Yeah. I mean, still some still some scuffs on, on like, when you're connected to the, the yes. internet. But once, if you're, you're, just, not, if you're offline, not. it still runs way better in the DLC areas yeah. than it does in the main area. Yeah. And I don't think that's... I think that's literally just area optimization. Because yeah. they're, they're, like, the same size, right? Maybe even bigger. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. Maybe I'd I'd, I'd have to get like a yeah. Like a ruler. I don't know. I'd get <laughs> some kind of measurement on that. <laughs> All right, somebody hold a ruler up to Tyler's screen while he runs around the wild area. Yeah, just give me a a good square feet kind of measurement there. Yeah, they feel big at least. They might not be as big as the wild area is in Galar, but they feel as big or bigger, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think that's what really matters. It's not how big it actually is, but how big it feels. Uh, personally. But yeah, what do you think of Sword and Shield as a whole now? That we've got kind of, this is it, kind of. You know, this is the game. Well, uh, seeing as it is the only Pokemon game I've ever beaten and have oh. completed the decks in, uh, mm-hmm. it is by default my favorite. Fair enough. Definitely my favorite in a long time. First Pokemon. First Pokemon game I've beaten since Black and White 2. So I think that's what, like two gens, and then I didn't beat the Hoenn remakes. So I've I've played Red, I've played Yellow, I've played I've uh I played uh Leaf Green, I played uh Omega Ruby, and I have Ultra Sun. But I've never beaten any of them. Platinum, 
and black and white are the last two really 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 good pokemon games until this one i think this one's really good um so i'm just i'm excited for the future pokemon i'm ready for another one uh i know it's weird because we just got the dlc but part of me is not i'm not so much ready to play it i'm more ready to know what it is i'm ready to see everyone's fake starters again yes Oh, I can't wait for that. The starter's leaked, guys. The starter's leaked. That one's a fire truck. Maybe it won't be like... Cause, I, mean, I remember when Sword and... Not Sword and Shield, Sun and Moon were coming out. I was like, oh, yeah, the cat looks real cool. I love the cat. And then it was like, here's... Oh, look, here's Bleak Starter Evolutions. Here we go. And I was like, okay, that's a bigger cat. And that one's a, a man? <laughs> that's a person. <laughs> that's a person. I was, like, no, that, I was like, that's fucking fake. That's fucking ugly. That, that's not real. And then look where we are. And then I came around to him only because of Smash. He's real cool in Smash. Uh, well, last thing I'll ask you about Pokemon Sword and Shield Crown Tundra, and it's not about Crown Tundra; it's about Pokemon as a whole. Where do you think? So, so uh, Alola was Hawaii. This was England. We've done like Paris in X and Y. We've done. Uh, we did like America in black and white. Where do you think the Pokemon games will go for the next region? Uh, I don't know. We've had a lot of major areas. Uh, maybe, maybe like a like a maybe like a more icy kind of area. Like overall, I mean that'd be yeah. kind of lame. But go to Russia. <laughs> yeah, we go to Russia. Uh, I don't know, dude. I think they're going to space, like Fast and the Furious. Let's do Tsushima. Just put Tsushima there. I think it would be really. I think. I think. I would not be surprised if they went back to Japan. Yeah, it's been a while. I would not be surprised if they went back to doing like kind of Japanese rooted game. Just remake, uh, remake uh, Red and Blue again. Remake Diamond and Pearl. Where are the Diamond and Pearl remakes? That's what I need <laughs> next year, dude. If that's not the next fucking game announced, I'm gonna be pissed. Let me tell you right now, if they don't announce Diamond and Pearl remakes this year, I'm going to be mad. I don't, because like, what else are you going to, are we going to go to another region already? Like, they don't introduce regions that fast. Do a remake, guys. It's all right. Nobody's going to be mad at you if you do a remake. And we still got to wait for Pokemon Snap. Ooh. What if there's no new Pokemon game next year besides Snap? <laughs> I'm sure some people would be all fine with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with it, I think. I think I'd get over it. I mean, I, I'm not really a Pokemon guy, so I'd be like, oh, well. Oh, well. I guess I'll wait. All right. Uh, let's talk about these news bites. Um, maybe the most surprising thing I've heard in a while, the PlayStation Magazine has slated FF16 for 2021, which is a lot earlier than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, that doesn't seem real. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think that's real? I mean, like, we know that the magazine says that, but do yeah. you think, like, that's real? <laughs> No, I, I no. I'm gonna say 2020, like late 2022, early 2023 at the at the earliest. Yeah, I feel like that's right. Right? It just it it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, unless they've just been really keeping it close to their chest all yeah. the time. Because man, I don't. We just don't found out about it. I mean, I guess they could pull a Todd Howard and like. Be like, all right, here's Final Fantasy 16 gameplay, like real gameplay, 
a real extensive gameplay for the first time and the game comes out in two weeks. Like they could pull like a Fallout 4, but I I don't think they will. I don't either. Let's show some more trailers, you know. Let's see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Give me a demo. You know? After <laughs> after thinking about that trailer so much, because uh, I have watched it a lot, a lot of my thoughts on it have changed. Yeah? I mean, I think like my, my hype for it is still the same, but I think some of what I... Some of what's going on has changed for me. I think yeah. I don't think that boy is uh is different. I think he's the bird. That's what Mike was saying. Wasn't he the one that was saying that the that that he's the bird, the phoenix? I don't know. It's been so long. I feel like the boy being Ifrit would be such a thing to spoil in the t- trailer. I feel like it, like he could end up being Ifrit. But I feel like the intent of the trailer is that the boy's the phoenix. Because I think that's a much... Something, something said in the trailer is something like, it's the Archduke's son, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. And it, we know the main character is not, at least as far as we know, royalty. He's not the son of He's the Archduke. The shield. He's the, the shield. Yeah. He's respecting I, little Joshua. I think the intent of the trailer is that the little boy is the phoenix. Whether that is actually true or not, I think if if the little boy was Ifrit, that would I don't think they intended to say that because I think that's a probably a pretty big spoiler, right? Yeah, I feel like that would be a twist, but I'm not sure. Who knows? We need more information. Yeah, show us more. Uh, I'm gonna skip this next one for now just because I think it's a funnier conversation. So let's hit some of the smaller stuff first. Um, Darkest Dungeon Two was teased. Yeah, which is exciting. I have friends that really like Darkest Dungeon. I I like the game. Doesn't doesn't mean I'm good at it. It's very hard. Oh yeah, yeah. Very yeah. tough. Yeah, but it's got a nice art style. It's it's a nice dungeon crawler kind of thing. Yeah, I'll be I'll play it. I'll buy it and be equally as bad. All right, Tyler. I'll let here's 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 the thing. Right, this is the one time in the show. For right now. You'll probably do it later. I'll let you rag on Xbox for a little bit. It's kind of your thing at this point. <laughs> to rag on Xbox. I'm not so like, I'm not anti-Xbox. I just think, Tyler, you know, it seems like you're anti-Xbox. <laughs> just, they're just kind of weird, you know? <laughs> so without further ado, the new segment of the show, Tyler rags on Xbox. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, look, I had a 360, all right? One of the best gaming consoles to exist until the ps4 came out uh because the ps3 was garbage but yeah. uh yakuza 7 like a dragon game coming out real soon october or november 11th right no 10th november 10th it's coming out <laughs> <laughs> so the game's coming out on on everything steam xbox uh one xbox series x and s and ps4 because it's not coming to PS5 until March. Because uh, Xbox likes to spend their money. Microsoft does. Those bastards. But fuck them. Well, 
Well, so does PlayStation. Yeah, but we know Microsoft has more money to spend. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They just bought and, fucking Bethesda for like $8 billion. And Yakuza is uh, always been more associated with PlayStation. There's never been any exclusive uh, exclusivity there. They never it's had... They it's never, just because it's an Asian game? Pretty much, I think. <laughs> Uh, so so PlayStation never had that deal. They never like locked no. them down there. So Microsoft stepped in and went, "Hey, how about we uh, get that exclusive next gen version?" Right. So uh, when it does come out on the PS5, it's gonna run at 4K 60. The the dream for your turn based RPG. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> But on the Series X, which uh, I didn't type that there. Uh, shit. No, I hit F12. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, on the Series X, it's going to run at 1440p, 60 frames per second. That's not bad. You know, I can't hate on that. You know, it's not 4K. It's all I saying. can. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck is but, it in 4K? I don't know. Maybe because is it, is it, okay, but like looking at the specs, isn't everybody saying the Series X is more powerful? Everyone's saying the Series X is more powerful. Why the fuck is it running in? Why won't it run in 4K? <laughs> I don't know. Talk to them. Do you think? Do you think it's just them being like, "Yeah, Microsoft will take your money," but you're an American company. Fuck you. <laughs> Maybe, but <laughs> here's the kicker. Uh, and and this sort of I, I talked about this in a Discord chat earlier. Now that you've seen it, uh, but on the Series S, you know the less powerful, cheaper console to get into next gen. This game to run at sixty frames per second, it's gonna have to be at nine hundred p. That doesn't make sense. Nine hundred. Nine hundred. You can't even run at ten eighty. That's going crazy. On? That's What's crazy. Happening there. Why nine hundred? That's that's so bad. Speaking on a broader sense, okay? I am interested to see how many of these games actually run at 4K60 cuz I don't know if you saw the yeah. news, but there was a there was a AMA, I think on like the Watchdog subreddit mm-hmm. where uh one of the game directors or one of the lead designers or something said that Watchdog's Legion on PS5 will run 4K30 with ray tracing on and didn't give any uh indication of an alternate performance mode uh hmm. i'm curious as because i think we already know that 4k 60 does not have ray tracing in any game yeah. uh ray tracing is what's causing things from not being 60 if it's running at 30 it's got ray tracing on um i'm curious to see if whether I'm 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 curious to see if Ubisoft is hedging their bets by not talking about a 60 FPS option because they know the game won't hit it no matter what. I don't know. And I'm I'm just curious. I, I know, know I know on uh, the Series X for Yakuza again, uh, Digital Foundry was doing some numbers as they usually do. Uh, the game can run at 4K at 30. Okay. Is Series that an option? X, but it's not a stable 30. There are dips. But is that an option that you can change it to? I would I would believe so. Yeah, I didn't know if there was like some magicry, 
you had that he was doing to do it. But I, I assume, I guess, if 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 they're recording the numbers for it, then it must. That's crazy, man. I don't know wh- why. It's just, and these have always been my thoughts on the series S, which is it's cheaper, right? Uh, which is cool. Uh, but you're not getting a disk drive. You're not getting yeah, a lot. Yeah. Of, you're not getting a lot of storage. Five hundred and twelve yeah. gigs is not Nothing. great for the two hundred dollar extension a- thing. Uh, and I mean the PS Five, uh, eight hundred gigs to start. Isn't good either. Lot. To be honest, no, not really. Haven't they? Uh, said, haven't I thought I saw somewhere that it's actually less. That it's closer to seven fifty. Uh. It it just depends on how much the OS will take up. Yeah. Uh, so that's not great either. So you're gonna have to dish out some cash, or or just you know spend your time transferring your games from SSD to to like hard drive. Yeah. But nine hundred nine hundred P. That's that's like, crazy. That why make even sense. that's not next gen at all. That's not even close. That's not current gen. Yeah, it's what fucking it's, game runs at 900p in the current generation? Not none. No, none that I can think of, at least. Maybe uh, some that's shitty video game. Weird. Developed in Russia or something. You know? And again, like I get, I get, like the Series S, I kind of get it because the Series S is weird. But the Series X not even running 4K 60 is crazy. That ha- it seems intentional. Yeah, it, I, I don't, don't know what's going on there. I don't understand how it can be 4K60 on the PlayStation 5 and not on the Series X unless they're intentionally throttling it on the Series X or if people are all just fucking wrong that the Series X is powerful. Because I feel like everything I read is that the Series X is more powerful than the PlayStation 5. They just don't have the games. So I just, I don't understand. Maybe it's something to do with just being harder to work on. I don't know. I don't know. It's It's weird. But you know they'll they'll pay the money to get those Japanese games on there. Yeah, and then the Japanese will fuck them they, twice. They do. They'll need take that the money. For, the... Forever, they've been struggling with the Japanese audience in general. Because yeah. not only is Japan more just I don't know why I put that down there. Uh, Japan more uh, lenient towards you know Japanese made things because it's sort of the norm. But also, Japan's more of a handheld kind of thing. They love the Switch. Mm-hmm. They love mobile gaming. So it's just yeah. it's a double-edged sword there, which is why I think uh, they're also trying to get... Uh, what's their their streaming thing? Oh, Game Pass. It's Cloud, more popular over there as well. Yeah. I think xCloud is going to end up being a thing. I, sure I know we will laugh at the cloud streaming stuff, but like I really think cloud, stream, cloud gaming is going to end up being a thing, and I think that... It's gonna be something that we're gonna scoff at, unless people give up on it. I'm sure. I'm sure it, it'll. If Microsoft's like really adamant about it, I'm sure they yeah. can make it take off. Just not for me. I just can't. I don't. Oh wanna, yeah. I yeah. don't want to carry a controller around and play yeah. it on my phone. I don't want to play on my fucking phone, dude. I want a, a, at least like a decent size screen. Yeah. You know. I mean, maybe some games will be okay on the phone, but like. Really can't think of many. We haven't. I don't think we've heard of that coming to, like PCs or anything, like streaming them to your PC. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I'd do it with like a laptop or something for sure. Yeah, dude, I'd I'd stream XCloud to my laptop right now. But all right, moving on. Uh, speaking of things getting revealed in the PlayStation magazine that doesn't seem 
real. Uh, apparently, Spider-Man is coming to Marvel's Avengers in January, which, yeah. again, that doesn't seem real to me. That, I don't believe that, but... That's so quick, especially it's when so they're fast. having trouble. Yeah, like, I mean, they delayed the Hawkeye stuff to November. So, like, it just seems crazy that Spider-Man might be coming in January. It makes me question how big the Spider-Man content actually is. Is it just a character? Is that it? Or is there, like, a, si- a little side mission to go with it? That's a good question, because, I mean, they're just developing it for one console. Yeah. So yeah, if- I wonder how much they're putting into it as a whole, if it's not being played by everyone i would not be surprised if spider-man came out in january with what as what like the one character and maybe half the skins that everybody else has maybe even a quarter of the skins that everybody else has like i i that would not surprise me but to, to think that spider like i don't believe that spider-man's coming at the like fleshed out to the fleshed out extent that they are claiming all of their characters are going to come with in january you know so. I wonder how much Sony is footing the bill for that as well. That's yeah, that's true. I guess we'll see. Uh, yeah. Uh, finally, the last news bite, just because this is the fucking craziest thing. Uh, according to he's so he's a creative director at Stadia, not the creative yeah. director of Stadia. He's the creative director of a of a game studio that Google purchased. Uh, mm-hmm. And he says that streamers should pay for the rights of the games that they stream. Which is... um, Stupid. Don't you do that? Like, when you buy the game? I mean, yeah, they're... they're, If you read the, the, you know, the the ULOs and stuff... Yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, no one ever does, but it's in there, streaming stuff, of course. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. But and, like, and uh, developers will sometimes come out with their own streaming guidelines for other things like that. But didn't like, Cage you, you have guidelines? I think it did. I don't think anyone followed them though. Also, just like with Persona Five, it had like don't stream past November this day. You know yes. the day. Yes. Uh, I'll call it a day. Uh, <laughs> So I don't hey don't stream past that day or we'll we'll fucking strike you or something. Yeah. And no one no one followed that rule. And well people were scared for it for a while, but then they just didn't just stop following that rule and uh nothing happened. So but it's like it's weird because you, you're when you buy a game, you're you are technically buying a license for that game. Yeah. Especially if you're buying it digitally. Oh yeah. It's, just, it's, it's a weird thing to say. This is, I, and this even it's weird. And I, I brought it up in uh, the chat yesterday, but like games like Fortnite, games like games like uh, Among Us, which technically is free. Yeah. Like, what do you do there, right? Yeah. Uh, and those games got big off of streaming and word of mouth. Yeah. I'm sure the devs of Phasmophobia and Among Us would disagree with this statement. Yeah, games that have been out for forever and are now getting big because people yeah. are like, we should play this. Yeah. I think also, like, it's weird to hear this take from somebody that works at Google. You know, even though it's a studio that Google owns, it's still a studio that Google owns. It's weird to hear the statement when they own YouTube and how much fucking money do they bring in from ads on gaming-related content, do you think? Probably a fuck ton. Like, I can't imagine being at Google. Didn't Google put out a statement that was like, this guy's statements do not reflect the views of Google? Because, like... 
it's a ridiculous thing to say. Someone replied to that guy and was like, Google has paid me to stream shit for Stadia. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. He must be out of the loop. He's a big meme right now. I think he just likes to say controversial shit. Because he's also the one that said that journalists are racist towards Americans because they have like a, a preference for Japanese games, which also doesn't ring true. No. At all? Like, maybe the more niche journalists are really into Japanese games, but I feel like most American journalists are like, yeah, I don't play that weeb shit, you know? Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is this jibber-jabber they're speaking here? Yeah. What's a... Yeah. What's a Kingdom Hearts? What's a senpai, you know? Like... <laughs> I, get, I don't, I don't care know. about I, your waifus. I don't care about your waifus. Dude, don't ever say to my face, I don't care about your waifus. <laughs> I, I will fuck you up. Don't ever talk shit about Makoto to me ever, Tyler. <laughs> She's the worst of the bunch. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. We're going to jump to break really quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some Ubisoft games that got a bunch of news about them. So we will be back in a moment. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolf, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN Afterlife, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about and the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN Afterlife channel. Talk to you then. All right, Tyler, let's talk about Ubisoft because there are two big games that are coming out 
have had a bunch of their post-launch information revealed. I don't know where you want to start. We have both Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watch Dogs Legion. I know you're more interested in Legion, so I don't know if you want to save that. Well, I'm I'm interested in both of them about equally, just because... Okay. But uh, I've been following Legion more. more. So let's start with Valhalla then. Okay, okay. So... With Valhalla, they stated that it's going to have free seasonal content and in-game mm-hmm. events. So season one is going to start in November, or November, sorry, December. It's going to start in December. It's going to have a new settlement area. So there's the one in the base game, and then in December for free, you'll get a second settlement area. Okay. There's going to be the Viking Yule Festival, which is like an event that I guess is going to be happening in their settlement. I assume there will be some cosmetic things you can do in there, maybe some mini games or something. Um. River Raids, which is going to build on Valhalla's raiding mechanic, and they claim it's going to deliver a dynamic, challenging, and highly replayable raid experience. So that seems like endgame content to me. Mm-hmm. Especially since it seems like they're going to want this game to last a while. Um, they've also claimed said that there's going to be ranks for your uh, Joms Viking, which these are lieutenants that you create to be part of your raiding crew, and you can recruit these things from or these characters from your friends and from the community and in season one there's going to be an update that allows the drums viking to gain xp and rank up and the higher the rank of the lieutenant the more silver players will earn recruited by or the more silver players will earn uh when i guess they're recruited by other players um i don't know what's i don't know is this is this i don't know what the silver currency is in valhalla um uh, yeah i would know uh, they don't do helix stuff anymore right no uh I'm, I'm trying to look it up really quick uh yeah i don't think they say it doesn't i don't know if i, I doubt that's the premium currency you know i yeah. doubt you'd get it from that but uh and they said in season one and subsequent seasons they will be new player skills and abilities, weapons and gears, and cosmetic items for the settlement, longship, horse, and raven. Um, season two new is going to be... That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Have you seen the skill tree? It looks weird. No, I haven't. You should look at it. It's like a... It's like a, it's a, like a constellation-based skill tree, and it, it's expansive. It's huge. Uh, way different from Odyssey or Origin. Um... I don't know if I can find an image to show you of this. Uh, okay, I see it. Yeah, you you see it like it looks. It kind of reminds me of like the uh, sphere grid a little bit. Mm-hmm. And how expansive it is, but yeah, apparently those are going to be expanded in seasons. Um, kind of reminds me of like Final Fantasy thirteen or okay, like a, like a Skyrim kind of thing. Yes, Skyrim is a good uh, example. Uh. Season 2 is going to be coming in March 2021. It's going to have a new combat-oriented game mode, more updates to the uh, Drums Viking, and a new settlement festival, and new gear and cosmetic items. And then Season 3, they're going to have more details coming soon. Um, I would not be surprised if they ended up adding an online co-op thing at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just... so I don't know. It, it, it kind of feels like this is going to... Like, the idea of introducing seasons makes me really lean towards this being, like, a game they want to run for a couple years, you know? I don't know about infinitely, 
I think they're going to want to make another Assassin's Creed game, but it leans to them wanting to have this game run for a while. And I feel like online co-op would be a way to go about that. Maybe I just really love the online co-op in Unity, so I'm really hoping they bring it back at some point. Bring um, back the Assassin's Creed 2 multiplayer. Wasn't that in Brotherhood? It was one of them. It was, okay. was Ezio was there. Bring okay, it back. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding and chasing people. That's what I want to do. Uh they detailed two major expansions that are coming in 2021. The first one is the Wrath of the Druids, which arrives in spring of 2021. And in this new adventure, players will journey to Ireland and unravel the mysteries of an ancient and mysterious Druidic cult, tracking and discovering their members. Diving into Gaelic myths and folklore, they'll need to fight their way through the haunted forests and dazzling landscapes while gaining influence among Gaelic kings. Um, they've said there's no magic in Valhalla, at least in the base game. Everything mythological is going to be approached from a kind of grounded point of view, whether it's like, I think in Origins, like they, they drugged you and shit like that to kind of get you to experience mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So anything magical in Valhalla is going to be approached from a grounded point of view. And it seems like this expansion is going to be very rooted in like, we're going to expand on the magic stuff, kind of get weird with it. And the other expansion, which is the Siege of Paris, seems like it's going to be the exact opposite. That's coming in summer 2021, and in the Siege of Paris, players uh, will have the chance to relive the most ambitious battle in Viking history with key historical figures of war-torn Francia. During this key moment in history, players will infiltrate... Uh, your fucking name is blocking. <laughs> I'm trying to read. <laughs> infiltrate the fortified city of Paris and the River Seine under a prolonged siege, <laughs> uncovering enemy secrets and form strategic alliances to safeguard their clan's future. So that seems like it's going to be a much more grounded, realistic war Viking experience. Um, they expanded that there's going to be an, an exclusive quest as well in the season pass, The Legend of Beowulf, which will be available on launch day, and Discovery Tour is coming in 2021 at some point. Uh, okay. I'm personally really excited for Valhalla. It seems like it's kind of bridging the gap between what Odyssey was being and what the older games were being. Uh, the this Assassin... Is team that did, uh, this is about Origins. the team that did Origins, yes. Yes. Um, so maybe closer to what Origins was than Odyssey, but... Uh, one thing that I really like is they're bringing back social stealth. They're bringing back assassinations uh, in that. I think it's a quick time event, but I think they also said there's an accessibility option that makes it so you always succeed. So you can essentially turn it into old school Assassin's Creed with one hit instant assassinations consistently. Um, I think they said that the corridor confessions are back. So like when you kill somebody, you'll go into like the weird hallway and talk to them for a minute, which I love. The those. zone. Yeah. Uh, I always loved those, so I think that's exciting if that's coming back, which I'm pretty sure I read that that's coming back. Um, they described the story in a very interesting way where instead of it being one big story, it's more chapters mm -hmm. in that you have the Viking chapter, which is its own story that you go through, but then there's also the hidden one story, which is not, ex like, I don't know if they'll cross over at any point or if there will be references from one to the other, but they are two separate storylines that you will play through in in this England, this this world of England that you're playing in, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's interesting to me. Obviously, also, the idea uh, that... interesting with the uh, the way they handle choosing between the two versions of yes. Ivor. You can just switch at will. 
you can switch the will, or there's an option that says let the animus decide, which will switch you when it Ooh. when it feels appropriate. I guess I don't know. That's kind of cool. The mini games seem fun. Um, I want to do Viking rap battles so bad. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have transmog in at launch. Uh, that was in at launch of Odyssey, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. No, it was patched in. Okay. Well, also, the gearing has been way toned down in Valhalla. Uh, it's not nearly as grindy as it was in Odyssey, if I remember correctly from what they've shown in Valhalla. Um, I'm very excited about Valhalla. I'm, I am I think it's cool that, like, you can dual-wield weapons. Like, I... Yeah, the setting yeah. just seems more exciting than Odyssey's. Like, eventually, apparently, you can dual wield two handed weapons. Like, you could have two massive fucking swords that would normally be a two handed weapon. Like, if you get the perk, you mm-hmm. can just use two of them, and that's crazy and awesome. Um, all the zones seem like they have a lot of uh, variety to them. Which one of my biggest complaints in Odyssey is that everything kind of looked the same. Yeah. But the, the the settings have been getting more interesting with this trilogy. Because Egypt is cool. Yes. But, you know, it's uh, it's a little one note in terms of color. Yes. And the color they do have is, is very sparse. So you, when you move on to, to, you know, the Greece, Ireland, yeah. not Ireland, but, you know, Athens yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. They are more accurately portrayed. It's not just the white marble areas. They do yeah. have the color that they're supposed to. And now we're we're taking that up a notch with Valhalla and the these Ireland these uh, English areas and whatnot. Yeah, and apparently it looks like there's a lot of areas in this game. Um, you've got England. They're going to be adding Ireland and part of at least at least part of Paris. Um, apparently we start in oh, what country do they come from in this game? Um, I'm not Vikings, sure what country uh, uh, Scandinavia. I mean, I think like those Nordic yeah, countries like, are yeah. kind of. I know there's a couple, but I'm trying to remember where exactly you start in your character. Um, I have um, a question though. Yes, go ahead. Will we get a Final Fantasy crossover this time? Another. That's one. a good question. I don't know. Because uh, uh, Origins had 15. Will we get a Watch Dogs crossover? We could. Um, so they're coming from Norway. Okay. So they're coming from Norway. So Norway is going to be a playable area at the beginning of the game, they've said. They, then you're going to go to England. And it seems like you're also going to go to Newfoundland. Because, like, they showed what looked a whole lot to to me like a native american in like a boat like a rope like going down the river in one of the trailers like it looks like we're going to be going to quite a few different places in this game i don't know this game seems huge it seems very cool and i think it seems huge in a good way where it doesn't look all like it's not huge like there's a massive map and everything is the same in it which is like odyssey uh odyssey was more colorful than origins was but it was Kind of the same, no matter where you went. It all looked like Greece, <laughs> um, which is accurate. But I also think kind of a little boring, personally, especially when you get like thirty hours in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited for Valhalla. A lot more excited than I thought I was going to be. 
and I just can't wait to play it. Yeah, me too. Uh, as for Watch Dogs Legion, which I think is the thing that uh, you have your eye more immediately on and you've been following, um, they revealed that there is going to be both multiplayer content and single-player expansions coming after launch. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion Online will be launching on December 3rd. Up to four play- uh, players will be able to free roam London and take part in a variety of side activities and events. It's going to be separate from the main game, like GTA Online or Red Dead Online. Okay. Um, you grow, like, you rec- people you recruit in online are separate from the people that you're recruiting in the game, in, like, the single player. Uh, they did say that the DLC characters will be in both single player and online. So, like, you'll be able to recruit Aiden in both... Er- in both the uh, the online and the single player. I don't know why the fuck you'd want to, though. Uh, but it's going to have open-world co-op. It's going to have co-op missions. There's going to be dynamic events in the streets of London. Uh, and there's going to be tactical ops, which are four-player missions that seem kind of like their endgame content. Uh, I'll probably check it out. I'm really glad that it's a separate mode, because like we were talking about with Watch Dogs 2 earlier, it really sucked that it kept throwing me into online while I was playing yeah. the game. So. I remember driving around uh, when I played a little bit of it and seeing another player there, and I was like, I don't, I don't like want this. You. I don't want you here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there's going to be PvP, but I think in a really cool way. So first of all, Invasion is coming back. It's not going to be there at launch, I don't think, but it's, uh, it's coming back eventually. It's a game mode that's been in all of Watch Dogs 1 and 2. Um, but what looks more fun to me is there's something called Spider-Bot Arena, which is a four to eight player free-for-all death match where you control like Spider-Mechs. Mm-hmm. And that looks fun as hell to me. I'm really excited for that. Uh, single player is also going to be receiving free new characters with new abilities, new missions, and there's going to be a new game plus mode added post-launch, and that's all free. Good shit. Uh, as for things that you pay for, if you buy the season pass, which I did, uh, Watch Dogs Legion's Bloodlines is an expansion. It's coming sometimes in 2021. It's going to have Aiden Pierce as one of the protagonists, but also more exciting, Wrench from Two Baby. I'm yeah, so it's a excited. Better character than Aiden. Way better character than Aiden. I love Wrench. I'm so excited to play as him. Uh, it can be played in single player or in online co-op. All right, so you'll be Aiden. I'll be Wrench. Fuck. If you beat Watch Dogs 2, by the time that happens, I will, I'll, I'll take the deal. But if you don't, I get wrench. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I tried. I'll All play right, as guess, I mean, there are other characters too, but you know. But I think those are the two coming at launch, from what they yeah. indicated. Or coming like at, in the Legion uh, Bloodlines launch. Besides Aiden and Wrench, Season Pass owners are also going to get Mira, who is a character who can con- mind control individuals. I assume you call dibs on that one. <laughs> no. Oh, really? I mean, she seems all right, but I, I think mind controlling people is cool. It's like uh, you're hacking people, like, yeah. for real, for reals. Yeah, for real, for reals. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm more interested in the character that's after that. God damn it, Tyler! That's my character. <laughs> that's what I'm interested in. Darcy, who is a member of the Assassin's Brotherhood, and they've said literally nothing else about her. Yeah. Here's no. my question, Tyler. Darcy is coming in 2021, most likely. Assassin's Creed Valhalla has a modern-day storyline in it. Do we meet Darcy in Assassin's Creed Valhalla? 
Why not? You know? Would that I mean, we had the the sort of link between Watch Dogs 1 and Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah. Where you killed that one guy who kind of ran off. Yeah. Uh, and that, that mission was from the Brotherhood. Of course they would exist. Uh, what are their names? Fucking Rebecca and Sean. Fucking Rebecca <laughs> and Sean. Dude, I love Rebecca and Sean. Yeah, I love those baristas. They, they do look like baristas, don't they? They didn't do anything in 4. Oh, in 4? Yeah, no, they sucked. But, like, I mean, uh, in the other games. Did they show up after that? I don't know. No, I mean, before that. Oh, yeah, before that, they're fine. Yeah. I mean, well, we I don't, don't, still don't see them doing anything. But... No, but they're they're there, and Sean is witty and fun. He's an asshole. Okay, well, sometimes people like assholes, right, Tyler? <laughs> All right? It's my only personality trait. You don't have to do this to me. So, I, yeah, I think we could see Darcy in Valhalla, if anything. Why I not? Just cool. Most of these games are sort of in this merged world of whatever the fuck. Unless it's, like, unless it's specifically not like uh, like the end of Far Cry 5 or something. Do you Where's... think... What was that, God? No, I was just—I uh, was gonna say with the that whole thing that happened there. Yeah. Hey, we don't know. That might have happened in the Assassin's Creed universe. When was the last time they were in America? That's true. Um. Oh, Watch Dogs. Or oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. Watch Dogs Two was before Far Cry Five. Yeah. And Legion is in Europe. Dude, what if you're playing in Legion and somebody's like, can you believe they fucking nuked or whatever they did? I don't remember what they did at the end of five. It's like something crazy that like alters fucking wherever that game takes place yeah. in a con- in a state that nobody cares about. I'm sorry if you're from the state that is it Wyoming? It's some no one cares about it. Who cares? <laughs> no one. If you're from there, who cares? Move. <laughs> Move. There's a cult that's gonna start there any day now. Um, and they also said that there's gonna be three dead sex stories in the season pass, which I guess are like individual missions. Mm-hmm. And a uh, you get access to Watch Dogs Complete Edition. Don't play it. Don't do that to yourself. Oh, and one, no, I'm alright. Yeah. I'm okay. And uh, dead sec car skin as well. So nice. I'm ready. We're what six days away. Yeah, comes out Thursday. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm sure you're excited and ready. And that kind of kicks off the season of games, right? Yeah. Where everything just starts fucking releasing. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. Uh, I don't have enough cash for all these games. All right, Tyler, do you want to tell us about the upcoming releases before we get out of here? Sure. So here's what's coming between now and the 30th of October. On October 27th, uh, these are all things of note, I guess I should say. Uh, October 27th, Ghost Runner. Uh, it's coming out on Windows, uh, like Steam and stuff. And there's no Switch, PS4, and Xbox. It's a cool looking game, lots of parkour and running and shit. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4. I don't play those games, but they're like they RPGs and really long. I thought you said you were gonna get rid of that. I thought I got rid of that. Because isn't sure. it a Japan release? 
2020 in games. Let me just let me just make sure here. August, September, October. No, no, no. No, yeah, that that does come out in America on the 27th. Oh, okay. The game I did get rid of was uh, SMT3 HD. Ah, okay. Or HD Remastered. That doesn't come out until next year in, in America. So yeah, Legend of, Legend of the Heroes: Trails of Cold Steel Four, PS4 coming out October 27th. Uh, I know about the series. Uh, I only have the first one. I tricked my friend to buying it for me because he's really into it. He wants people to get into it, uh, and I didn't play that much of it. It seems like a super expansive JRPG series, and I feel like I really want to get into it, but also I don't know if I have the time to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a pretty big RPG series. Uh, Oddworld, new and tasty. There's no Switch. I don't know what that is. It's another Oddworld game. Great. I hope people who like Oddworld will enjoy it. It's not my kind of thing. October 29th, uh, Watch Dogs Legion on Windows, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Hype! It's going to be good. But also that same day, a game just for me. (laughs) Kamen Rider Memory of Heroes for PS4 and Switch. So my question is, did you put it as Heroes with a Z, or is that actually what it is? That's the title. That is amazing. When are they going to do a Power Rangers game like that? Never. Power Dude, Rangers I want it fucking, so Power Rangers bad. fucking wishes. Dude, it'd be so cool. What are Super they, Sentai what are they, fucking wishes. Wouldn't they be so fucking cool? <sighs> Super Sentai is just not as popular in Japan or anywhere around the world as, as Kamen Rider is, I guess. Because that's the point where toy sales were so bad for Super Sentai that the high quality like figures they make for both series, at some point they're just like, we're going to stop making them for Super Sentai. Uh, sorry about that. They're just not selling. That sucks, but, uh, man. But this game's going to be cool. It's character action-esque. Sort of like, you know, you're doing combos and air combos and shit and switching your forms on the fly. Uh, and I bought the uh, Chinese version, uh, which is has multiple language options, including English for all of the text. So, oh, that's good. I like to understand what's going on there. So that's also October 29th. And on October 30th, we have uh, Pikmin Deluxe for Nintendo Switch. Uh, and we also have the Dark Pictures Anthology Little Hope for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. So the sequel to, or and not sequel, I guess, but... Uh, it's in that anthology with Man of Madon and by the people who made Until Dawn. So, is this one that is this? I I thought I read somewhere that like the games were getting closer and closer back to Until Dawn. Like I know I know people kind of slammed the first one. The first one is okay. Uh, I think the implementation of it all is neat. Because if you don't know, this one has these games have multiplayer. Okay. So for the multiple characters, you can you can do like a local multiplayer where you know pass around a controller, and you tie a character to a person in the room, or you can go online with your friends and play it that way too. So they're all controlling their characters independently of each other and making decisions without knowing how it affects everyone else, and that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, cause there are some, there's some crazy shit happening in those. 
Uh, but the the like the facial stuff and the animations just weren't as weren't as clean as they were in Until Dawn. I was how they felt in one Until Dawn. Okay. So there's a little criticism there, but I think it's okay. Uh, so I'm excited to see how this one turns out. Well, that this, is exciting. This one has I know Little Hope has uh uh what's that movie uh like we're the mill we're the millers or something oh we're the millers yeah we're the millers uh the boy the the kid what's his name will powler will polter he's in he's in little Hope. I know him. with his weird face um, will polter 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 um oh he was in narnia uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader, one of the last ones. <clears throat> what do I know him from? I've seen him in something. Uh, maybe yeah. I haven't seen him. Hmm. Here he I is. In... I saw him in something. Here he His is. His face is recognizable. Old... That also looks like. Hold on. Also kind of looks like the... an asshole. Also, is the guy from Birds of Terabithia in this move in this game? Hold on. I now need to know. Little. Little Hope cast. Uh, can we get pictures, please? No, I don't know. I'm not going to look up all these people. Uh, but yeah, the curator's back. He's he's some weird man. Uh, in in uh in Man of Madon, he would show up in the backgrounds and stuff, depending on decisions. He'd never say anything, but he'd just pop up sometimes. It's kind of interesting, you know? Like, if you ever watched, uh, what's that show called? Uh, Haunting of Hill House? Uh, I haven't like watched the, it, but I've heard of it, yeah. Like, there's a, these ghosts that are in the background. I've never watched the show either. This is what I'm hearing. There's uh-huh. these ghosts, secret ghosts in the background. He's kind of like one of those, but he's also, like, okay. narrating the story at certain points, so. Okay. Who knows? I'm, I've never played it. I'm. I'll watch other people play it. That's cool. But that's it for everything that's coming out that we've noted. All right, Tyler. Well, why don't you tell us where you can, uh, where we can find you on the internet, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Well, before you can find me, I have to first find myself, and that's a long. That's fucking now. deep, dude. Holy shit! <laughs> so you can I find me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler M. That's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S. Uh, and there you can find all the other shows I do, including Ride or Die. I do our friend Mike. We watch and recap episodes of Common Rider. Uh, and we just started Common Rider Blade, season two of the show. See, well, season two of our podcast has started. So that's cool. Uh, don't think this will be up uh, when that episode goes. I don't think this will be up when this goes up, but don't worry okay. about it. It'll be up that Thursday. Okay. Uh, Trope the Tipton. That we will do at some point again. Yeah, but it still exists. It still does. Exists. It's something we have to get back to. I just <laughs> right now I don't have the time to do it. All the angles that I do with uh, my friends Zero and Sly, we talk about games uh, at a very absurd length. Some people like that though. Uh, and uh, recently we watched Yu-Gi-Oh! Me and Zero, and we make fun of it. That's dope. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's fun. That's always fun. Yu-Gi-Oh's a fucking mess dude Yu-Gi-Oh! so good i want to play the fucking i gotta play more legacy of the duelist 
And uh, then you can find me on Twitch uh, where I play video games. And I never know what I'm going to be playing, but I'll play something at twitch.tv forward slash Tyler Tyler Rems. Awesome. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. I do a bunch of shows. You can find them in my bio. I'm not going to go through all of them right now. And you guys can email us at gameoverscreenpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at overscreenpod. And we host a show on Anchor at anchor.fm slash gameoverscreen. We're on Anchor, Overcast, Pocketcast, Video Public, and Spotify. I need to get us on Apple Podcasts. I don't know why we're not on Google Podcasts. Usually that one auto gets auto-submitted through Anchor. Sometimes I know Apple has issues with Anchor, but Google Podcasts usually doesn't, so that's weird. I, I don't know. I'll look into it. Um, and this podcast is also available on the Merc with Movie Blog podcast feed at Movie Blog Merc on Twitter or anchor.fm slash movieblogmerc. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. Game Over.